What's up, everybody? Welcome to For the Vibes, episode number seven. It is always a good time here, chilling. This is Brett Coleman, straight from Arizona, hanging with two of the best cats around, Mr. JB and Evan Yarmo. How you guys doing today? Yo, what up, dude? I'm uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just really doing great. Just, just so, so good, man. I can't even just. Put it into words how good I'm doing right now, Brad. Thank you for asking. Evan, what about you, man? JB, are you sure? You, you sounded like you might have some blockage in your body the way you just said <laughs> that. You didn't sound great, but I'm going to trust you because you're a straight shooter, man. You're a person who would never lie to the people. However, right. while I speak to the people, I will let the people know that I am doing fantastic right now. It is a great Ooh. day. We love today. Today is awesome. If you're listening to this right now, you're probably having... Maybe hey, maybe five seconds ago it was an okay day, but now you're listening to the For the Vibes podcast, and it's going to be a great day. Today is your day. You're going to take today by the horns. You're going to grab it. You're going to just throw those horns right into the nearest, I don't know, whatever you throw horns into. That's not a buy business, um, but it's going to be good. Then what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe hang out, listen to the rest of the podcast. Who's going to clean up the horns that you've thrown? They've just tossed haphazardly yeah, you made a mess jesus bro. man you didn't even think this one through <sighs> man, I just, uh, i'm gonna I, i'm gonna take a step back and think about myself you guys just you know what talk dude, about I, yourself i love it I, you know i may have a blockage which we can work on my, on my what is it mantras <laughs> no what's what is it the 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 spiritual what, yeah, when you have like a cleansing or something? yeah dude I, yeah. yeah that's what i need man but uh but yeah evan you definitely don't have any blockages man because you are just flowing. oh exorcism i could uh, I could go for an exorcism. <laughs> well, no. listen, we're going to excise <laughs> some demons juice. in this podcast, all right? Uh, <laughs> but you know what else we're going to do? We are going to present to you the Reggae 360 Top 10 Songs of the Week. All these songs dropped last <laughs> Friday. You know, uh, check out our, our uh, Facebook presence to throw a vote in next week. You know, I mean, the, the poll's closer this week, so tough luck. And guess what? We still reserve the right. Okay, to to really uh, choose the, the final winners, but we need that feedback. We need that love. We need to know what the people want. Um, and David Shaw is doing a fantastic job organizing that for us. So we're going to keep that moving. We're going to give you the, you know, five of the top ten in no particular order. Play a little snippet, give you a review, tell you what we think, how it hit us, and uh, and we're going to sneak a little interview in there. And this interview is something serious, man. This is a uh, a real, a real dope interview, man. I like, I'm, you know, I'm a lost for words. And it's just a, you know, listening to somebody so passionate about their music, like, ah, that gets me stoked up. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. And uh, after that interview, we're going to do another five songs and then we're going to hit you with a positive thought of the week. Am I missing anything, boys? No, I think that's exactly what we're going to do in that exact order. Um, but I would want to say this one thing about that Facebook voting. Keep doing it, y'all. Like, this engagement is great. Getting more songs out there is great. Just because a song doesn't land right where you think it might be, that should not deter you. Um, this is not a community that's looking to make mo like money, the billboards. like These songs, we're recognizing the songs that came out for the week. So uh, enjoy the fact that your community is standing by you and supporting you. You know what I mean? 
I'm just trying to make money, dude. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I'm trying to make that money, dude. <laughs> That's why I do this podcast. All right. That's why. Well, really- I I strike it from the record. I'm just saying, yo, like, <laughs> your, your songs are special. Don't don't get us wrong. True, true, true. There's way bigger problems in 2020 than um, this. Uh, that's for particular sure, thing. Particular sure. in you know. But the lights at I'm the end of the tunnel. Now. The lights at the end of the tunnel, yeah. man. It's only up from here. It only gets greater later. A um, lot of blessings <laughs> in store for everybody here uh, here on out. JB, uh, you're like breathing fire right now, man. Thanks, dude. You know, I tried this new like uh, meal prep thing. I made like burrito bowls and I put a lot of sriracha on it, dude. I felt I've got a little acid reflux. Maybe I'm spitting, you know, fire <laughs> that way. But I appreciate you noticing, man. I appreciate you saying something positive about me. And I want you to keep that same energy, Evan, as you do the next task, which is to announce the first song of the reggae 360 top 10 songs of the week baby let's go top 10 songs of the week first song up that we're gonna play a snippet of is the song fire breather from chasing coast oh that's what you were doing when you said i was breathing uh, fire dude. Uh, I, uh, damn bro my bad yeah know. i didn't actually think anything positive about you jb i was just <laughs> <laughs> should have known better damn it well, if you knew better, you'd do better. trying to do a little segue talking about i was breathing fire but i'm gonna spit some fire right now dude that song is a banger dude um i love uh the, just the vibe of of uh this track man i like the rhythm I, I like how it changes up man i get a real heavy revolution vibe um i like the different elements you know just there's a lot going on and this is again this is a song that you could uh you know you could throw on and and drive maybe two hours in the middle of the night in your car dude down to providence rhode island and who knows what happens down there but um all in all man this this guy's been just dropping heat lately and uh this is another one that that uh is making my playlist for sure i'm definitely bumping this track i'm curious brett if you have some thoughts on this one you know sometimes when we get to listen to these new bands and you know, definitely a, a fa- fairly new artist here. And so it's like when you get to listen to these things, it's like each song I, I try to visualize like this little 
journey, right? And like I try to picture what this song is or or what kind of imagery it provides. I don't know, maybe it's weird, but I try to visualize this song is what I'm long-windedly trying to say here. And with this one, like Fire Breather and this whole Gotta Let It Go, it, it just gave me this vision of like the Phoenix and the Phoenix breathing and the fire, like that whole kind of renewal type of thing, which was cool. And, and you know, being out here in Arizona, I got a special place in my heart for, you know, Phoenixes and Phoenicians and all that good stuff. So it kind of made me think of home. Also made me think of uh, reborn, renewal, good energy. And that's what we need from, you know, all these up and coming. I mean, artists, it's all about that new energy and giving that vibe for more people to vibe off of and eventually it just spreads like wildfire. And so I dig it, man. I you know, want to hear more. You know, sure. it's, you know, it's crazy. So Chasing Coast, um, per their Spotify uh, about section, check them out on Spotify. Uh, Chasing Coast is the alt reggae brainchild, love brainchild children, of multi-instrumentalist and producer Doug Delgadio. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. Sorry if I did. We're not a name podcast, right? We're not responsible for pronunciation. Um, But this is an interesting thing here. It says, after dabbling in various music projects over the years, Delgadio decided to put his music on the shelf for the foreseeable future. However, in March of 2020, at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, Delgadio decided to try his hand at writing and recording music himself, and Chasing Coast was born. Hmm. So, <laughs> you know, this pandemic has brought a lot of things into people's lives, and uh, some people have chosen to take advantage of the time to find different outlets and to focus on themselves and to find ways to thrive in this difficult, uncertain time. For and sure. Delgadio's done just that. All right. Uh, so, man, a bunch of singles dropped. Um, it, it looks like there's going to be a, an EP coming. Angry Seas is the name of it. I like it. I like everything about this project. Chasing goes. And the art, Yeah, I see him on Instagram all the time, man. I, it's really catchy. The social media game is on point. So Chasing Coast is a band that uh, the people can get behind and um this this music was born out of the pandemic so a little fun fact there i don't know i just hit follow on spotify yes. there we go i'll get I some like more it. music coming soon yeah we need that we need that of course we do his second uh most popular song is called vibe up which uh heaven you better it. you better vibe up right now dude what are you gonna do <laughs> You want to find out, dude? We'll I'll vibe it. up. I'll vibe up right now and see what you'll do about it. <laughs> Not that kind of vibe up. Hey, oh. yo. I don't know really what that could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one went over my head. I didn't. Hopefully the list. I'm just a it. dirty son of a bitch. I'm just a dirty man. I'm just going to try to be like, that's what she said. Look, man, we're, we're here for all vibes on this podcast. So we don't, we don't cut out vibes. We're here for the vibes. Whatever vibes Ooh, are going on, we're literally. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got that one. It's like kind of like a story. <laughs> kind of like a, like a, here comes the segue. <laughs> let's just let's just get right to it. Up next, we've got the song hey. "Storyboard" from Joey Harcum. Oh, I like this track. Yes. 
I feel like he's going to tell me a story right now. Like, hey, kids, sit on down. It's time. If I never see your face again, just know that I loved you, my friend. And I'd do it all again, all again, just the same. You never learn without the pain. It reminds us of where we stray From our path and from our name There's no need to feel ashamed A storyboard filled with scars That all led up to who you are Every day we learn more and more About the things in life we're willing to suffer for take this one away or you want me to i got it i mean i've just seen you making some notes because i think sometimes i gotta remember these random thoughts that i have i gotta bring them to you guys so let me tell you what i was thinking like the last time you know i like to have fun with this this is a good time to have some fun and and i play a little visual theater by having some fun and joey harcum is a great storyteller you know it's something i really love about brandon hardesty with bump and uglies he's a great storyteller but we're not talking about Brandon Hardesty right now, but big uh, big ups and shout out. Hello, how you doing? Um, last song, Hold Steady, Boys. Like, I felt like I saw this. I, it felt, it caught the emotion. It made me feel like I was right there on the starting line of something, whether it was like the, the old school Civil War or it's a current protest. Like, it gave me this visual. And this one right here, it's like, I'm picturing an old town saloon and he's just coming in holding steady you know playing the piano at the old tucson studios like it's just a southwest dream and i just want to i now want to go look and see more of his video because i'm just hoping it it kind of tells whatever story that he visualizes because it, it is a great storytelling song and i want to listen to the album because i feel like it'll almost be like watching a movie uh, just by hearing all this narration and storytelling and just kind of putting you there in that moment. And I think that's an incredible talent that uh, that I love, you know, more than just the musical notes, just being that transformation to, to taking you away to a magical place, guys. Nice. That sounds like a delightful place that I'd like to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, dude. Yeah, I think you and I share a lot of the same sentiments on that on that track for sure. Joy Harcum. Um, the word substantive comes to mind because, you know, we hear a lot of music on this podcast and some, you know, each song has a different level of like depth and, you know, some songs that aren't deep that are not substantive are fantastic songs. They're anthems. I mean, every song is different just because, you know, one is deep and has more substance to it doesn't make it better. It's just different. In this case, though, I think it does make it better because this song 
reminds me of like I feel like I'm like I'm li- listening to the the memoirs of like a a man w- with a life well lived, and he's just reflecting mm-hmm. on the truths of of life, like on a philosophical level. I mean, Joey Arkham is like you said, like next level storyteller. Like every single one of his tracks, and even if you go to a site, you can see the lyrics to the different songs he puts out. They are all like little short stories with, um, you know, just truths about life sprinkled in them. And, and uh, he's got a great voice, too. You can just hear him, like, just putting everything into that that uh, that voice. And, and um, this particular song is kind of a trip. He's talking about all the pain, the struggle, the mistakes that uh, you've been through in your life. And, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but... I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. You know, I can look back at some very stupid things that I did and went through and some things that I caused for myself and they all go on my storyboard. And, and, um, you know, it's interesting. A couple of lines in that song, he talks about, you know, we, we find the things in life that we're willing to suffer for the things that are important to us. Now, the things that we're willing to, uh, sacrifice for, you know, like this podcast, man, you know, we all could just be doing something else right now, but instead we're here doing the damn thing, just like the listener, man, you're listening to this podcast right now. You could be doing anything, but, um, you know, also like bills and obligations and family and, you know, friendships and relationships. These are things that you have to, you know, ask yourself, are you willing uh, to suffer for some of these things because like Buddha said, you know, life is suffering sometimes. And uh, one line that really just caught my attention from uh, Joey Harkham's track storyboard is he literally said, once you find out it's all in your mind, uh, maybe you can start. I probably got that line wrong. I wrote it down right when I heard it, but um, it just kind of <laughs> that sentiment can make you crazy or sane however you look at it but when you realize that life is kind of just made up in your mind you know and and all the story that you tell yourself you know the things that you punish yourself for whatever narrative you want to tell yourself what you choose to focus on it's all function of your mind and it's just kind of crazy uh but this song took me down a uh down a path of um i don't know self-reflection I guess, but this is a great song. Great fucking song. Let's go, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the <laughs> amount of time you guys spend talking about a song is any indication of how good it is, um, this is the best <laughs> song that we've reviewed so far this season. Um, <laughs> and you know what? It's my favorite song Joey Harkham's put out in the past year. He's put out a bunch of singles. I love this song. Um, it's just anytime that. I'm a big like American folk and American like older country fan. Uh, anytime I hear some of that like kind of wistful introspection, I'm usually all in. And when Joey Harkham does his thing and borrows, you know, roots rock vibes and throws them in with American folk country music, I'm just so into that. Um, oh, yeah. Evan, if the amount of time that you spent talking about that song is any indication of the amount of time and energy you put into preparing for this podcast, then holy shit, dude, this is the going to be the best <laughs> podcast you've ever done in your whole life, dude. Just kidding. Uh, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, jo- by the way, Joey Harkham uh, looks like uh, he's playing some shows around the Maryland, New Jersey, Delaware area. I'm sure they're all outdoor, socially distanced, probably. Uh, but check out JoeyHarkham.com uh, for more. Evan. 
proceed. On to the next one. Up next, we've got Brickle, in parentheses, When Tears Fall. Do I have to say when they're in parentheses? Is that is well, that what you do? I don't know. I just feel like... It feel might like be helpful if you also tell the people who is singing the song Brickle. It's a pretty it's a it's a pretty big day there. We've got <laughs> Johan Marley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. There's more than that, I think. Yeah, there's you, you missed one. That's all right. It's not important. <laughs> Just Joe Mercer Marley. Yeah. Also important. confirmed that we actually said the name of who sang the song in the title of the song in its entirety you can give it another go if you like for me uh, you, listen man you're the one behind the control panel i'm i need you to do that but like, you can pass maybe breck can, maybe breck and billy out there I don't we know. have the song brickle when tears fall when, tears crawl. Dude, when oh, they crawl did you say when tears crawl <laughs> yeah Oh, we're getting uh, out from Johan Marley and Joe Mercer Marley. Okay, take it away, JB. Fantastic. Okay, um, I will say I, I, just to my point earlier, just because a song isn't as substantive, word of the day, uh, it doesn't mean it's you know better or worse. And this song, to me, this is more of a fun song. This is more of a song that describes a feeling or a vibe or an emotion, uh, you know, and and. I love it. It's a unique song. It it it's kind of like you know, you can bob your head to it, man. It kind of you know just it gets you moving a little bit. And I love the idea of cruising through the city, girl. You're looking pretty. Love it when you're with me. And there's something about I don't know being with somebody that you're that you have a connection with. You know, driving through the city, literally, I'm putting myself there right now, driving through the city, which I was literally today with a girl next to me, feeling that connection, feeling that just like, it's almost like things are in sync. I don't know, something about like being on the road, taking a road trip, like driving around with your woman or your significant other just makes you feel good. It just kind of, it's like brings, I don't know, there's something about having a companion. When you're uh, taking the taking the trip, that just makes you feel uh, right. And um, you know, the, the whole the line though, I hate it when you're far from me. I'm assuming that's when the tears fall. I, I you know, okay, I, I guess you know. I, I think sometimes, man, being being far apart is maybe a good thing. Um, but then again, it reminds me of that, like 
you know, fresh teenage puppy love, that like honeymoon stage where you like you don't want to be apart from your significant other and you're like messaging them all the time. So maybe it's capturing that vibe, uh, which is cool. And I respect that. And, you know, maybe it hits people different ways. But that was my take on it. I thought it was a cool song, a fun song, right? Gr- great job, JB. Way to really break down the track. I thought it was a cool song. I thought it was a fun song. But no, really, it is. Like, what else can you say? Um, Brett, I thought I'll, it was swell, dude. Yeah. It was swell. I really Super thought so. Well. I mean, I, I liked that it gave me that vibe of, of, you know, I mentioned, I think, that I grew up in Las Vegas. And there's something very distinct about a Vegas night, like the air, the feeling, the vibe going down the strip. Like, it's just there's something about it. And, like, this song had that uh, nostalgia, a little bit of kind of surreal, which we'll talk a little bit about surreal during the interview that's coming up here, but it's like this nostalgic feel like you're talking about that teenage love, but I love this little twist and what we keep seeing within this reggae genre, within the reggae influences is that everything's getting tweaked and pulled and sounding so different that, that we've gone through like such a crazy difference of songs within the last three from this folk influence to this kind of hip-hop, rap, R&B, reggae influence, you know, to that more kind of modern reggae, what was going on uh, with Chasing, or sorry, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, Chasing Coast. Um, it's just cool to see, like, just three songs in, how different every, you know, genre is melting into this fusion and, and that every week we have so many songs that we get to share with the people that I don't know if they would have known. And having... The Mer- or Joe Mercer Marley on here, as well as Johan Marley, more dynasty of the Marleys and more generations are creating more great music. So people got to hear it. Also, Brickle is an ode to the downtown center of South Miami, which this song, okay. uh, you know, citing influences of modern R&B, pop, uh, <laughs> you know, reggae, it it captures the feel of South Miami's city lights, streets, and vibrant culture. Kind of to your point, uh, Brett, about the Las Vegas uh, strip. So um, cool to see two brothers collaborating on a track, Johanny and Joe Mercer. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome uh, tracking. Anytime any of the the Marley family put out music, you know uh, it's going to be done right. So this was uh, no exception. Evan, what do you think, dude? You look very, uh, you have an inquisitive look on your face as if you just have something you want to get off your chest, dude. Go ahead. Say it, dude. Just um, get it out there, dude. Wow. I, I'm i feeling pressured right now. Yeah. I don't appreciate that. Pressure bust um, pipes and it makes diamonds, all right? Time to step up, baby. It's lights, camera, action. This is the podcast, Evan. <laughs> wow. Uh <laughs> All right. What's the next song? Next song. We've got Have Some Hope <laughs> yes. from Cable. Have some hope, G. We love this guy. Evan, I have some hope in you. You do? Thanks, man. Just a little bit. Appreciate that. the ultimate. I the first. Put up a fight, Mr. 
still a show some love and hold the faith and still a live it upright. Just have some hope, have some dream. One hold the faith, get the youths live clean. Have some joy, have some love, and burn out the end. We put a fire on the grudge. Have some hope, have some dream, have some vision, and one live clean. Have some joy, have some love. I hear King Selassie with the blessing from above. Me say again, the whole place them want finna kill it. Capleton, the Jamaican reggae and dance hall legend. This man is an icon from the island of Jamaica, putting out fire music. Okay, Evan, JB, have some joy, man. Have some love. Have some dream. Have have some vision and live clean. Okay? Have some hope. All right? What are you hopeful about, Evan? Man, I am. Oh, just Just curious. curious. Um, curious. I'm hopeful about generally everything. Like okay. I think I think I have the opportunity to have every facet of my life potentially be better. Okay. And I genuinely believe that every day. Let me like, ask you a question. Do you feel like your subconscious mind soaks up vibrations of every thing that you expose it to, whether it's the people you're around, the music you listen to, the shows that you watch, the media, the podcasts that you choose to listen to, the conversations you have, the things you see on a day-to-day basis, do you believe that your subconscious mind somehow soaks up little details and pieces of energy and vibrations from all of these things and and somehow influences uh, the way you think, feel, and act? Yeah, I'd say I believe that. Okay, all right. So if you believe that, Okay, and you take a song like this, you know, you could maybe connect the dots here and say, maybe this is the type of song that you need to be listening to on a daily basis. Capleton is crushing it with the positive energy, the positive vibes. This is what we need. This is what the people need right here. And Capleton, like, wow, just what for, well, just what a legend, first of all. You, you know, you can watch some of his old videos. I mean, the guy knows how to dress. All right, I've seen some of the pants he's worn in some old school videos. Man, this guy's a style icon. Uh, okay, first of all, secondly, he's collaborated with Through the Roots, our guest for today's interview. Okay, he he shows love to American reggae and American reggae rock, and to me, that's like just such an amazing thing. I I could not speak higher of Capleton. Of Clifton George Bailey the Third, also known as Capleton. He's like mm. he reminds me of um, <laughs> uh, George Clinton. He's like a, he's like a reggae. He's like a just a he's like George Clinton in the P Funk All Stars, but but the reggae version. And that can be way off. That's just how I feel. You're allowed to feel however you want to feel, man. What I dig most about Capleton is you're talking about collaborations and we've talked about the uh, diversity of all this music and everything. And this is, you know, not long time ago, but he did a uh, teamed up with dilated peoples for firepower. Mm. And that track, I just remember, like I heard that reggae beat with those guys, you know, rapping over it. And I was sold. And always, you know, as I got more familiar with more of the Jamaican artists, Capleton's always been one that I just had respect for just because the way I heard of him was on a dilated people's track, which is such a cool way to be introduced. And then you know, he does a lot of these like sound effects, like the the gun sound effects, the crack, 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 crack. And he does that on this track, too. 
Um, I didn't realize that that was like a thing, but like you're talking about with like George Funk or, you know, he's got his style, George Clinton, sorry, with the funk and everything, he's got his style. Um, I could definitely see that, that kind of correlation with Capleton because the guy's got fire. He brings this energy to every track and, you know, we talk about the good things. We focus on the good things. We try to remember that we are able and capable of accepting and having the good things in life. And um, this song, you know, live it up. Most of the time I just hear stick figure in my head when I hear those words, you know, hmm. live it up, live it up now. But <laughs> then talking about having vision, hopes and dreams. And I mean, dude, uh, that's what we need to strive off of because we grow better as a community when we grow as people. And this is the kind of music that enforces that kind of mentality. So, so big ups. Thank you to Capleton. Have some hope. I've got some, I, I might need some extra. You know what else I love about Capleton too is in his songs. Like, like you said, Brett, the ad libs are insane. Yeah. Like if you have the confidence in the middle of your song to just go, just, you know, <laughs> yeah. or, or like a, just make some crazy, just bow, 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 just do whatever, you know, just throw it out there. Who cares, man? This is life, dude. You make you it drop it him in the middle of the podcast. I mean, that's the fire he inspires right there. Maybe, maybe not that one. No, you don't like that one. <laughs> Listen, Cable that's inspiring. I mean, a lot of things. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun with it, Evan. Lighten up. God damn it, dude. Life is yeah. short, man. Put a goddamn Absolutely. smile on your face, Evan. Let's get the next song moving. All right. Up next, we've got Smooth Sailing from Cloud Nine Vibes. Okay. Okay. Tell me if it's right No matter how far I get away from home The lights are on for me at night I just can't seem to sleep in a world I've always known It's been a Facebook Cloud9 was created in 2014 to bring happiness, joy, and unity to our nation with music. Brett, would you say that they did that with this song? They're doing it, man. They they, uh, continue to build and inspire and, you know, identify with that line. I need to worry because I have you when I get home. And that's a comforting feeling. I can, I can relate to that i'm always happy to come home and even happier to come home when family's here and you know especially my wife and kids so yeah man i mean those are the good things i can celebrate that i can get down with it 
And uh, I think they got they're, they're also on social media a lot, which is cool. Um, I'm like when people try to, to be involved and show some of that transparency of uh, what it takes to get, get your names out there and try to get your voice heard in that hustle. So I can definitely appreciate it and, you know, representing some Florida. So I, I dig it, man. Absolutely, dude. And uh, Florida, man, Florida is just turning up right now mm-hmm. with uh, – with reggae rock music is wild. Uh, the talent that's coming out of Florida and South Florida and cloud nine vibes. I mean, you know, again, this is a song that captures the feeling promotes positive energy. I just, I love the music that cloud nine is putting out. I think it's well-produced. I think the lead singer has an amazing voice. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, every, everything about it. And, you know, this song got uh, some pretty good votes in our poll that we put out on Facebook. And I think that, um, you know, the engagement, the fan engagement is is key. And I think, um, you know, it's just it's important to know for this top 10 that we do, the top 10 songs of the week, it's all based on our opinion. But we do this poll because we want to see who the people are representing for. Where's the engagement? And it doesn't guarantee that, you know, a song's going to get in the top 10 because, again, it boils down to, uh, you know what we're doing and and uh, you know we want to put out the best songs but it's important to note who's getting the love and really you know stay in tune with that so um, cloud nine definitely uh, got some good love and and uh, just a, a great band and another fantastic song so um, keep killing it anything to add boys i'm digging it man and keep keep voting keep submitting your stuff and keep being engaged because that's uh that's all we want to keep doing is we're doing this for you. You do it for us. It's a nice, wonderful party. And if it didn't get on this week, next time you get another release out there, who knows what can happen. So just keep your head up. Keep keep getting it out there. This is only the second week we've had it going. More responses, the merrier. Appreciate everybody. And I mean, we've said it before too. It's not top 10 in a particular order. These are just the 10 that we could fit into our time allotted. Otherwise, this podcast would be like a, a four-hour ceremony, hmm. you know? Also, fun, quick fun fact about Smooth Sailing, yeah. produced, okay, well, co-produced by Nick and Greg from Cashed Out. That's big. Nice. That's a, that's a yeah, big endorsement. Florida's doing it real big. And if you don't know who Cashed Out is, turn this podcast off, Google Cashed Out, and start there. And we'll see you in a couple hours, all right? But, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was a great look, so... What are we going to do now, boys? Do we fire up that interview? Do we review another song? What do you guys want to do, man? This is Choose Your Own Adventure. Pick one. Mm-hmm. I say we hit him with one more song. Oh, Evan, what do you think, man? Do you co-sign that idea? Let's run it. Let's keep the vibes going for just a, just a moment here. Just a moment. Say, just a moment. Yeah. You get, yeah. you get one second times maybe like 30 to 60. Now you're just confusing people. Up next, we've got Deya with Collie Buds and Ricky Blaze, put on by Egyptian. Yeah, that's why we had to do it.
it, mm. is that am I right in thinking that when you slow it down it's so Deya is, is kind of there they are Deya like there they are there they are is it maybe maybe it's different but that's that's how I interpreted it in this song again energy vibrations people that's what we're talking about man this is why we need this music this is a song that I could listen to getting ready on a Friday night to go out uh, you know, maybe go to a, a bar, or a nightclub, or a concert, or something special. I mean, I can see Yo, myself. Roller rink, JB. Roller rink. Maybe that's a roller rink. It's gonna get get back to the roller rink <laughs> yes, with that one. Yes, dude. Yes, I like it, man. Bring it all the way back to seventh grade, man. I I, I like it. And um, Egyptian is from Jamaica. Okay, Kylie Buds is from Bermuda, and Ricky Blaze is from New York. All right, and when those three artists from those three geographical locations link up they create a powerful sound and this song man it's you know I, ineffable music group was repping this song hard man they they uh you know they they love Kali buds and support Kali buds and the music that he puts out and you know this track is a uh it's something fresh it's something new i haven't had a vibe like this in a while uh well actually that's a lie i just lied to you guys not since maybe uh, we played some protege on this podcast, but uh, this song got me excited, man. I I, uh, I enjoyed it. Another hard, <laughs> another hard hitting uh, uh, review by JB. I enjoyed it. <laughs> what do you guys think? <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel kind of like a dumbass from the start of that, that song to this because, like, now I agree with you. I think you're saying I'll be there, like I'll be there. You know, like obviously Day-a. I'm not trying to pick up that accent, but yeah. So, you know, wish I would have pronounced it right in the first place, but I dig the track. Like, it gives me this nostalgic vibe, and I keep talking about this little theater in my head, and it was that roller rink jam, dude. It was like that Kanye West, American Girl, uh, Chingy Holiday Inn, weird black light scene. That's a random flashback, but check it out. You'll see what I'm saying. And then you throw a roller rink in there, maybe somewhere in Jamaica, and it's like that was the scene that I was picking up on this song. It was like a crazy just vibing hip-hop reggae trippy trancy i I loved it man like i'm so into how things are evolving right now and how you can i don't know i i I guess i just must be on one today because i'm just visualizing everything because i want to i just want to be taken by this music so much great music is coming out and it's really like it's enjoyable man it's it's just fucking great that we are not at a shortage of any fantastic music and especially this week i think we just got ridiculous amounts of fire so uh, according to google uh they uh, is basically translates to i'm here so <laughs> that was so your, you were you were kind of spot on day is like yeah, there, there like me i'll be i'm there, there. Yeah, i'm here mid day like wagwan i want to start using that if Next time, yeah. next time my girl texts me, you know, JB, where are you? Yeah. She's going, what? <laughs> Damn it, JB. Anyways. Not again. Not again. God dang. I tell you what, boys, we got to raise the vibes around here, and I know one way yes. to do that, man. We need to play a killer interview with Evan from Through the Roots. Now, I didn't know how this conversation was going to go, if it was going to be you know, short, if it was going to be kind of, you know, funny, high energy, serious. 
I will tell you, Evan is a is somebody that takes his music craft very seriously, and um, it's so cool to listen to him talk about his passion for music and tell the story of the man through the roots and uh, digging through the catalog before this interview. It just reminded me how good this band is, and they've got an album coming with Ineffable um, with a lot of cool stuff going on. They got two singles out and. Well, hell, you're going to hear all about it here in this uh, conversation. All so, right, we're good to go. Um, anything you guys want to add before we fire this thing up? Evan, that's a no from you. Brett, what do you think? I think uh, we've been talking a lot, and uh, there's a lot of great stuff ahead. So let's get into it, man. Let's go. Do it. Do it. up everybody it's your boy jb with reggae 360 you know who it is you know what it is and you know what we're here to do all right i'm sitting in this beautiful studio it's great podcast weather out here i got my boy evan yarmo here with me evan what's up man how you doing yo jb i am doing fantastic today dude that's good man that's positive i like it that's strong uh speaking of strong dude we got uh another strong member of this podcast here with us today uh brett man what's going on dude brett coleman talk to the people how are you dude i'm great and i'm just loving that evan and every yarmo sorry we get it straight <laughs> on this one yarmo every time you're coming out it's getting bigger bigger and better every time i'm i'm excited man brett i think our positive energy is just rubbing off on evan man that's that's uh, all we can ask for. But uh, speaking of positive energy, boys, I'm definitely feeling good for another reason, and that's because we're joined by a very special individual, okay? This is a man who's been pouring his heart and soul into the reggae rock genre for over a decade. He's toured the country, spreading good vibes and positive music from the Pacific to the Atlantic and everywhere in between. His lyrics create positive energy in this world, and his music has helped countless people in ways that cannot be quantified. His band has been dropping banger after banger after banger okay you've heard him on Sirius XM radio you've seen him throwing out the first pitch at a Padres game he's dating a freaking supermodel he might be the most interesting man in the world Evan Hawkins of through the roots Evan what up dude <laughs> what's up man how you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> we're doing good, man. We're, we're definitely uh, chilling, man. And like I said before we started recording, we are stoked that you are here to join us for an awesome conversation about music. And before we get started, Evan, man, talk to us. Tell us, how's life in this moment, man? What's going on in the world of Evan Hawkins, man? Paint a picture for the people. What's going on? Yo, man, I mean, life is getting a lot better right now, now that I can, uh, you know, be on here with you guys. You know, it's it's been a crazy time, and, and I haven't actually been doing too many interviews, which this feels really good and, like, makes me feel a little bit normal, you know? So I'm glad to be here with you guys, man. It's been... 
it's been crazy, but this time has actually been really beneficial to, to me, you know? So I'm trying to like make positive out of this, this whole thing. And even though, you know, um, we're not as free as we used to be with certain things. Um, I am, I'm definitely feeling free with my creativity, which is definitely mm. a positive thing for me and like, um, propelling us forward, um, as a band, yeah. just being able to be off the road and, and utilize this time to like, you know, play catch up and really evaluate like ourselves, you know, personally, but also as a band and, you know, just, just prepare for, you know, take a breath from, from all the touring and all the, you know, nonstop action and, and just get ready for the next wave, you know? So. Absolutely, man. That's been a theme in a lot of our conversations lately. It seems that a lot of people are using this time to really kind of uh, grow and, and almost, you know, try to find the silver lining and use it as a way to develop. And um, <laughs> you talked about being creative. And, and one thing that uh, you created that I happened to see that really just got me in the mood for summer and almost made me just kind of, you know, think about what I was missing out on was, uh, was that video you dropped for cool down featuring catastro and pepper, man, that looked like a hell of a time, man. Was that as fun <laughs> as it looked? You know, it, it was, but, um, we definitely, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was fun. It was cool to be around, <laughs> you know, uh, obviously my, my good friends, my girlfriend and like, you know, all the boys and a bunch of other gorgeous girls and, you know, it, feeling that like summertime energy, but, um, we definitely had to be a little bit careful just because of COVID. So, you know, the behind the scenes of that was, was definitely like a different scene, <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that it came off as if it was, you know, the real deal. So we just, you know, we had to be careful with masks and keeping our distance. Like we had a full blown, like all these canopies set up where each person, each, you know, like group of people that were, had come together, you know, like groups of people that had, um, that hang out with each other often kind of were in their own sections so that we could at least do our social distancing and, you know, only certain people would be filming at once. And so it was, it was kind of, you know, there was a, a pretty heavy protocol going on. So, um, we just wanted to try to keep it safe, but. Oh, wow, man. That, that Hollywood magic, uh, did the trick thing. Cause that, <laughs> that looked like a hell of a day, but it's good to hear that you guys were taking all the precautions and, and, uh, also, man, that song, I think we reviewed it on this podcast actually. And, and, uh, we all loved it, man. And that's actually one of two singles that you dropped recently, right? It was, uh, at peace featuring Luton Faya and then also cool down featuring, uh, Catastro and, and pepper and those are actually two tracks leading to something right i don't want to get too far ahead of myself but um you know when i saw that you guys were putting out new music it made me maybe think that a, an album was coming or something like that can you uh can you speak on that yeah yeah we have uh we we actually you know we've been working kind of behind the scenes um on some new music and uh, you know it's all kind of aiming towards a new album um and you know we're we're planning to drop that sometime in the fall um, which is really exciting for us. Um, I can actually tell you guys the name of that of that album, but uh, you know, obviously, uh, it can't get too far, you know. So only for the <laughs> exclusive on fans here at Reggae Three Sixty, you know, can hear. <laughs> yes. But uh, but yeah, the album's gonna be called Departure. Um, our last album was called Arrival, and so this one's kind of like a departure from you know us really finding ourselves and like you know reaching that point as artists where we kind of really felt like we found our our sound as a band and so departure is kind of like now that we have found ourselves like we can experiment with like you know 
our different tastes and interests in music and genres that like we're into and that we listen to and that we love, you know? So like we're, you know, our band's called Through the Roots. We come through Roots reggae music with like, you know, all of our own inspirations to create something unique. So that's like forever our goal. And so with Departure, it's definitely like a flex in different directions as far as like what we're capable of. And even myself, like from, you know, singing to rapping to like just all different kinds of styles and utilizing kind of all the, weapons in my artillery as an artist you know so mm. i'm a producer as well and and for this album it's been definitely like a, a a big uh growing experience for me i'm working with a producer uh named jll in jamaica so we've been working the same way oh, wow. we're on this zoom call with you guys and so um you know i'll, I'll produce ideas um and get them to a certain point you know and then um, share them with Jay and we'll sit down together and just kind of like hash it out and figure out ways to improve on the song. And there's some, some that like, you know, we really don't think need much changing. And there's some that like, you know, he's like, yo, like, let's do this, you know, which is awesome because for me, it's like, yeah. it's, it's helping us grow and helping us stay different and unique. And I think that's important as an artist, like on their journey, you know, so. And JLL has worked with the only name I can think of, like right off the top, is Lila Ek. I'm I'm fairly certain, right? Like they've worked together before, I think. Yeah, he. Um, so, just, I mean, it's, he's worked with like some up and coming people out there, right? He's like one of the hottest, like new wave Jamaican producers out of Jamaica. Like he's he's basically a part of like most of the most of what you're hearing, you know, from Chronics to, you know. Um, some protege stuff to, you know, um, Jazz Elise and um, Savannah and, you know, just basically, uh, uh, you know, any any new Jamaican artist that's popping out of Jamaica, like Jay is normally, you know, working with. So it's it's been it's been a blessing, you know, and it's just like being able to work with Jamaican producers is my has always been my dream because that's you know jamaican reggae is really like what what is the foundation of through the roots you know like that's what got me started and um so it's a, it's a huge accomplishment for me um personally and for the band to just be able to work with these kinds of people um and those guys are on top of it man they're definitely carving out like a new sound i mean protege with like rca and has a label deal with rca and so like there's big things happening um, and it's, it's really cool to be kind of bumping, rubbing shoulders and <laughs> sharing zoom calls with these guys, you know? So it's, it's an interesting yeah. time. That, that's amazing. I can't wait to, to hear it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the end result. That's, uh, that's big. And it's funny. You mentioned actually two artists I was going to ask you about, cause I noticed on Instagram, you had, uh, you know, shouted out and kind of promoted both chronics and protege. And I know everyone, I think you just mentioned through the roots represents like everyone's different style kind of coming together. And I'm, I was curious if you were a big like roots reggae uh, fan, if maybe that was like two of your, two of your favorite artists. I know protege just came out with that new album was fire, but that's cool yeah. now to hear that, that Jamaican connections there. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, 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 those guys are definitely, I mean, I'm a huge follower, you know, and I, I, I keep close tabs on the new music that's coming out from, you know, our side of the genre and then Jamaica's side of the genre. I mean, I listen to Afrobeat music. I listen to all kinds, you know, I kind of try to try to uh, stay on top of, of everything that I'm interested in just because things are changing and, you know, things are trending and there's certain things that like work that I, I see people, you know, finding interest in and, and it's, it's fun to experiment with those things and see if they work for us and our fans, you know, so. Absolutely. No, that's uh 
that's cool. Like I said, I can't, I can't wait to hear the the um, end result. But uh, speaking about your band, man, going back to Through the Roots, I, I just in doing my research, um, you know, I, I noticed you guys kind of have an interesting backstory about how you started out. Um, and, and it's one that's shared with a lot of, you know, other large bands. Like I think Sublime kind of started out this way, but um, you guys started out playing like house parties and frat parties and like kind of backyard get togethers and really just grinding. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious if you could take a moment to maybe reflect on those times and, and uh, to where you guys are now. I mean, some of the stuff you're talking about is amazing, but um, what was that journey like, man, going from humble beginnings to kind of where you guys are now? Man, it's like, it's like a it's like a photo album that's like this thick <laughs> and like i'll try to hit the fast forward button on like all the memories real quick but uh the uh the way that we started was you know um started back in in 2007 and finally like kind of like established like a band in 2008 but uh that's kind of about the time when um i had graduated from high school in 2006 and um i was like a young musician kind of coming up through through um you know, being a kid and kind of learning all the instruments from a young age. And I started learning how to like sing and play guitar. And I was like, a, like, I remember the day, like I, I sang and played guitar. It's funny. Cause, uh, uh, I was just talking to my friend Greg about like the first time that I could sing and play guitar simultaneously was like covering a pepper song in my driveway. And I remember, and, and the other day he's like, dude, this is the craziest thing to like, see this video because I remember that day, you know? So that's just a funny little story, but, um, but just saying that like, it's come so full circle, but back in, back in the day, like, you know, I was just, those were like little accomplishments that I had. And, and, um, I, I, I knew I wanted to do something with music. I knew I wanted to start a band, but I just didn't really know how and didn't have like the, the real push, but I had a good buddy who like, I, um, his name was Charles and, um, he would always, you know, I'd always sing around him. He's kind of one of my friends I felt comfortable around. And I would, um, you know, sing, sing around him and we'd, we'd share songs singing. Like I kind of got familiar with like the California roots scene and, and, uh, some of those, you know, earlier Cali bands that, that were, that are huge today, you know, I'd say earlier because that the scene was much smaller back then, you know, but, um, Charles took me to one of my first slightly stupid concerts. And then, um, I kind of was like, wow, this is an interesting, you know, style of reggae, which I've heard as a kid, but it's like this new kind of twist on it that I hadn't heard before. So it was interesting to me. I uh, started listening to more like Tomorrow's Bad Seeds. I went on like this high school graduation trip and Tomorrow's Bad Seeds were playing on that trip. And um, I ended up meeting Moy and, and actually Kyle from Slightly Stupid was there and like briefly met him. And then I kind of like started like, listening and learning some of those songs and playing along while like obviously you know like more root stuff as well but then my my uh other good friend alec had a, a graduation party and i ended up seeing revolution play in his backyard before like they did their, their their first like courage to grow tour and so like it was a weird chain of events all these things happened to like inspire me and and kind of push me to start my own project but um, after I saw them, I was like, man, I think I really could, could do something, you know? And, and, uh, Charles had passed away in a drunk driving accident. And so him being the one that was always like, yo, you got a voice, you should do something with it. I wrote a song for him and, um, people heard it and, uh, and, and you know, my friends and, and family and were like, you know, you, you should write some more music. So I found our drummer Taylor in a music class in high school, I mean, in college and, um, and, uh, 
and through that, actually it was my, my friend Ross and he introduced me to Taylor. We were on a break from school and I met Taylor in Guitar Center. He was just drumming in there and I was like, man, this guy's pretty good. Like Ross, who's this guy? And he's like, oh, it's my friend Taylor. So Taylor and I became close friends. Us three started jamming. Ross actually entered back into the band later in the story. But we started jamming as friends, started like kind of developing a band, um, got some more guys in the group and we started doing like you were saying, um, a lot of house parties and backyards and like playing in my mom's living room and throwing parties to like, you know, two in the morning and she'd be coming out like you're shaking the whole house i remember taylor and i were like would save up uh money from remodeling jobs that we do and we'd like go buy new equipment and we had like subs and all this stuff and it was just like way too much for like an indoor house party <laughs> but uh my mom would be coming out like god you guys gotta turn it down there'd be like 40 kids in my in my house and she'd just be losing it and those are good memories but as we developed more we'd we got opportunities to um you know, play some like street fairs and we go play bars and get kicked out. And like, cause we were 19, we'd like play and then have to get kicked out right after. And, um, uh, one of my best friends, uh, Grant Beatrix, who's still our manager to this day. Um, you know, I brought him on because he was a little bit older and he could get us those gigs and he could go into the, into the bars and meet these, you know, bar owners and get us these gigs. So as we, uh, started playing more of those kinds of things, um, you know, I realized like I saw kind of what, what iration was doing revolution was kind of off and touring at that point but iration was still kind of playing house parties in santa barbara for like the college kids and so that was kind of a scene and we had some friends that were up in chico that were going to college up there so we'd go up to chico and we'd play and we'd also go to santa barbara and play but me being like a handyman my whole life and um framing and stuff at, since since i was really young we'd go to home depot and i'd buy like 120 dollars worth of wood and we like stack my friend's trailer that we'd borrow <laughs> and like go build stages in the middle of the street. Nice. And like, we just play at like, you know, seven or eight, we bought some <laughs> lights and by, you know, 10 o'clock, like there was tons of, of students, you know, hundreds. And it was like a sea of people in these college towns. And that's kind of how we got started, you know, like getting comfortable with being on stage and that stuff. Um, we then got some opportunities to play like West Beach Music Festival because some promoters saw us play in Santa Barbara and, um, from there, Iration asked us to come on their first um, nationwide tour, which was the Time Bomb tour. Um, I think that was their first like real big like tour. That so we did that one with them um, with Pacific Dub, and um, that was kind of the start of like our touring, you know. Uh, so from there, it just never stopped, and um, here we are now in 2020, and we finally get to take this break, you know, to work on new music amazing and if you look at our catalog you'll see there's like some big lulls like we hadn't put out an album before arrival since 2013 and that was just because like i didn't really well we were so busy but like i was growing so much and was kind of uncertain of like what style was really ours like we needed to find our own unique sound and like you you know you kind of go through that and so um that's why we waited so long there's like you know a pretty big gap before we released arrival so um It's all good way, man. I think sometimes getting the best quality is worth taking some time and getting it all sorted because I think the arrival was a great album. Catch a flight. I was <laughs> that's awesome. Like just when that came out. And so that was always the first thing I listened to. I played it all the time, like on the radio show. It was just like that to me was like the anthem of it's time to chill out, man. You're still the fuck out. Dun, 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 dun. Like the horns, like the whole thing just gets me in this like vibe. And I mean, it's gotta be great to see the growth and feel the growth and be able to look back and say, damn, like this was a house party, but now you guys got the stages set for you. You're showing up. Um, it's been, I think, you know, talking about that first 
pitch in the game. This has been like a real long seventh inning stretch. Like this whole quarantine thing has just been like everyone's raring to go, wanting to go back out there. Not so sure, but by the time you get back to the game, it's like the energy is going to be more hype. There's going to be more. Like I just feel like it's going to be out of control. Like when we get shows back, um, all of that nothing to do with my question, which is. <laughs> You know, you being a producer and then doing this remote production and working with the band remotely, what has been probably the biggest challenge for you, you know, with this type of interaction versus just the... To be honest, and it, it sounds pretty crazy, but like building of an album. the guys um, are kind of giving me space to like kind of create um, my, you know, myself and like kind of turn to them when I need like need certain things. Um, but really, I mean, Brady and I have been working really closely together on this project. Um, and some of the other guys, you know, this, this quarantine stuff is or not quarantine, but the, the pandemic, you know, has kind of put different people in different positions, you know? So some of the guys aren't, aren't as available and that's like, honestly, not the worst thing because sure. sometimes as a band, you know, with how, you know, however you guys work, there's always like a little bit of that, like push and pull and give and take. And when it's, you know too many cooks in the kitchen, sometimes it gets complicated, you know? So it's actually been a really productive way to get us to work together and create something amazing because they're kind of giving me my space to like run free and then turn to them like, yo, what do you guys think about this? And it's like, okay, yeah, I think you could change this around, not around if you want. But, you know, it, they've been really, really flexible with me and and that's it's been a great experience, you know? Um, so, you know, Coric will, I'll, I'll get, I'll get, you know, make some headway and then I'll tell Coric, you know, hey, like, what do you think about doing some guitars on this? And he'll send me something back and like, you know, it'll, it'll work and, or it won't and we'll change it. And, you know, so it's, that's kind of been how it is. And I, I would say like, there hasn't really been any difficult parts of doing this project, which is great, you know? So it, it's a learning experience for us and kind of figuring out what works best in our formula um, for producing music and getting music done quickly. And I've, you know, I'm learning more and more about like what works for us. So I would say this is like, it, it's actually less strenuous than usual. So. Are you that much more amped to go out there and play it live? Like by the time it is like ready to get out there, people have had a chance to get to know it a little bit. You guys have had time to finally like get down to like, I feel like it would be meticulous in terms of knowing what you need to do, how you need to play it but then you're going to get out there. That energy is just, what do you think it's going to be like when, when the curtain comes back and it's like, here's sort of normal. Again. I think it's like, going to be, I, and I really hope like the fans are on the same, you know, frequency as this and same like vibe. But like, I just, I think that being able to play music and, and uh, listen to music and being in that live setting is going to be something that like, hopefully people appreciate so much more. And so, although the energy is going to be more hype, I think it's just like the fact that um, I think people are going to, I know artists are going to really cherish those moments that we really get to spend time with our fans and play those shows. And I think it's going to be special. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's going to be hype and it's going to be crazy, but like, I think it's going to be some of the most special shows that we play, you know, at least the first few or whatever, because who knows how long that's going to even last, you know, like it's kind of untelling, like what, yeah. what's going to happen. So I think it's, we're just really going to have to like, um, you know, cherish the, those shows that we do get to play and when it all turns back on. I think it's going to be some special moments. And um, I, I'm, I'm really meticulous and like I'm a, I'm a very, uh, I'm very much a perfectionist. So 
for me, this is like beautiful because I, like you say, you know, I get to take time to like really sharpen the sword and, and figure things out that we needed to get in order before, you know, we go back out and do it again. So it, it's going to be awesome. I think the, there's ban there's guys that are working right now and there's guys that aren't working. I think that's really going to show when it all turns back on. And it's not just the recorded music because once this stuff's done, like, I mean, you better believe that like, we're going to be like grinding to perfect these songs live because recording is just a whole different story and you know? making the show an experience that you know captivates people and takes all these songs and brings them to life in a, in a live setting so i'm excited for that that's kind of what i'm most excited for um is, is just you know getting ready for those shows because it's going to be some the work's not done yet you know <laughs> yeah for sure yeah it's awesome Nice. So one, one question I have for you, uh, Evan, is it actually, Brett, you mentioned a song, uh, to take a flight. You know, there's another old song that I love and that's bear with me. Uh -huh. And when I, when I look at the, when I listen to your verse on that and I, and I look at the lyrics, it's, that's, that's a powerful song, man. That song moved a lot of people. And even just talking to you now, Evan, I can, I can see your drive. I can hear it in your voice and the way that you talk about your music and just looking at the past 10 years and what you've been able to do with this band to, to get to where you guys are now, you seem like a very uh, motivated, driven person. So my question for you is, uh, where do you get that drive? And also, how do you find that motivation? How do you keep that thing going? How do you keep the, the candle lit when it's dark, man, and, and windy? Like, how do you keep going? I'm just curious for maybe your philosophy, man, seeing uh, seeing what type it's of guy a, you are. That's a great question. You know, I, I think there's – I'm uh, – I'm, I'm really like a problem solver, you know what I mean? Like there's always, I, I'm a big firm believer in the, in the fact that there's like, there's always a solution, you know, to, to, to a problem. It's just a matter of like accepting what's going on and, and moving forward, you know? So like, I mean, from losing band members to like, uh, I don't know, us losing a tire on tour or whatever it is, you know, there's always a way to make it happen. Sometimes it takes a little bit of time and it's, I think it really comes down to accepting where you're at and accepting what's happening and knowing like when to exert energy on something that you can change and when to, to not exert something, uh, exert energy on things that you can't change, you know? So I think that's been a huge, um, uh, it's been a huge contributing factor to like my drive and like just knowing like, Hey, like I know that this is what I want to do. And like, there's nothing that's going to stop me from figuring out, you know, what needs to be done to get me there. I know it's just a matter of like, if there's people that are doing this, you know, it's, it's just a matter of figuring out what I'm doing wrong and fixing that, you know? So, um, I think it's really just trying to stay, stay focused and, um, keeping myself motivated is like cracking those codes and figuring out like those, those missing puzzle pieces and figuring out like how, how, what, like, what am I missing? You know, like that drives me crazy. So like, mm. I think I'm always yeah. itching to figure out like what I got to do and how I got to pivot and, you know, move forward to, to reach those goals. So I've just tried to never look back and never look down. Um, and, and just try to keep my head up and, and I just kind of laugh about like when things don't work, you know, it's like, it's life's, mm. you know, life's serious, but like, I don't know. It's not that serious, you know, like you got to just keep your eye on the prize and move forward, move past things. And it, things always get better. You know, it's just a matter of time. So keep, got to keep that in mind. I like that, man. That's, that's positive. That's a, that's a great, that's a great way to put it. Um, well, one question I have for you too is I, I've noticed that you have always been very good 
um, with working with different brands, like on a, almost like on the business level. I know you guys did a collaboration with uh, Nixon. You know, I think I've seen some big uh, brand names, you know, behind you guys. And one that I saw popping up quite a bit that I wasn't sure about is No Big. What, what was that? Is that? Oh, man. I was, that a throwback? Just, yeah. I was just talking to my buddy because I really want to buy that brand because like it's a kind of a uh, it's a lifestyle brand. It's a surf brand. One of my um, high school friends actually created that brand and we were just pumping it for him. And the whole idea behind it was like, you know, the whole thing, like life's not so serious, you know, like. I remember things would happen to this guy and he's like, he's like six, four, his name is Mike Griffin. And he's like six, four. And he's got this like, like kind of like a soft, he's kind of soft spoken. Like he's got a, like a little voice, you know? And, uh, I remember whenever, whenever something crazy would happen, he'd just be like, ah, oh, it's, it's no big, you know, like, but it'd be something serious, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it, his, I don't know, his car broke down or like he's stuck on the side of the road somewhere and he's just like, eh, you know, I was there for six hours, but it's no big, you know, like, so that was kind of the whole <laughs> thing behind it. And I love that, you know, cause people, um, people, love, you know, like when, when I was telling them about that and what, it, what the brand means, they really liked it. So I was just talking to Mike cause he kind of put it on the shelf and I was like, yo, like we could, you know, we should do something with that. So it's kind of like, you know, I think it's in a hiatus right now, but who knows, maybe it'll come back. Um, but yeah, I love that yeah. brand. I like it. Yeah. Well, when it, when it comes back, let us know, man. We'll we'll help you pump it on social media. Man. I will. Yeah. I like it's and it's important to work with brands. You know, I mean, everybody. You know, everybody's trying to to make something happen. We're all kind of like dreamers and and you know trying to make these visions come to life. And um, I like to work with people who have those same kinds of visions. You know, who are driven and and their brands mean something um, that aligns with what we do. You know, so. Absolutely. I like it. Um, speaking of, speaking of brands and, and, uh, brands that move the needle and, and brands that allow you to do certain things that maybe other people, uh, can't, there's one brand that, that I saw, uh, affiliated with you and it's not really a brand, it's a label and that's law records. And I'm kind of curious, um, how that relationship has, uh, has kind of helped you, you know, over the over the time that you guys have been working together. Maybe what that affiliation with Law of Records uh, means to you, because from my perspective, they're the biggest in the game, man. They're they're legendary. So it's cool to see, uh, you know, um, them working with with talented artists. So I'm kind of curious from your perspective uh, how that relationship. Uh, works. Yeah, I mean, um, so you know, Law is is owned by Pepper, um, the guys in Pepper, and uh, and I think. Um, Pepper's manager Graham, I think, has a um, has a part in that as well. And those guys are amazing. You know, I mean, it was like a huge achievement to work with, like, to not only be signed by a label, but to like work with one of the labels that are for, are you know, um, own, one of the labels that are owned by a band that you've looked up to for so long that you like grew up listening to. Yeah. You know, so like that was a huge thing. And then and then you know both of those things plus like just how cool you know, they are, and they're, they're like the, the, that brand's culture and, uh, the people and like working with, uh, Yassad and Kaleo and, and Paul, you know, I mean, those are some of the nicest guys like in the game and, um, had a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, good, good times working with them, um, promoting our arrival album and, you know, love them for helping us make that happen. Um, it was a great experience working with them. You know, I know like that kind of the genesis of that whole thing was like, I, we played this festival, um, I think it was like a part of Cali Roots. It was called like Field of Haze. Do you guys remember that festival? 
I don't know, it was out in Cali, but um, and we we played that, and I got off stage, and I was just having, I had a horrible show, like some technical difficulty stuff, and I remember talking to Kaleo afterward, and he just kind of like calmed me down, but it, we were like, yo, we need to work on something, you know, we need to do something, and we were always talking about in due time, like something was going to happen, so when we were talking about this album, uh, we, you know, confronted uh, Yasad, who's actually kind of, uh, he he kind of is more like, feet on the ground you know working like really closely more with with like you know the bands um they all kind of have their roles you know so um with that then we started working with um with paul who we've known for a long time you know so it was a very nice transition being able to work with one of your boys you know that you've known for a long time and paul's the general manager of law so he's a hawaii boy you know we got hawaii boys in the band and um they all go back so it was an easy easy you know kind of uh joining of forces there and so did a lot of positive stuff and um, you know, made some awesome content and it was a great experience. Um, and that was, you know, that, that arrival album. And so we're kind of transitioning now to trying new things. And, you know, as, as like I was saying, you know, I like to like pivot and, and try to try new things. And I think that's important as artists. So with this next album that we're putting out, um, we're actually going to be putting out with ineffable, which is another uh, heavy hitter in the, in the game, you know? So, um, this bit of music, yeah. we're going to be, you know, trying something new with them and um, working with Thomas and Adam and, and Jay and, and all those guys over there, Matt Bailey, and, and uh, they have an awesome team going too. So it's just really cool. And the coolest part about it is like both of those huge machines, um, they work together, you know? So it's like, mm. it's all love, you know? Um, and yeah. that's the greatest part about our genre, so. Absolutely, man. Ineffable is, is amazing. Some of the things that they're doing for musicians and the way that they're helping grow this genre and the way that they're kind of like connecting the dots with this new age of, of streaming and playlists. And, and just like, if you guys are working with ineffable, man, that's, that's, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. good to hear. Um, yeah. Just trying to try so, new things, you know, I mean, uh, it's, it's, you know, that's what life's about. So see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, can you talk about another relationship that I've, I've noticed uh, Eric Rachmani of Revolution and just the whole Revolution crew. I know, uh, you know, I, I I feel like I I saw a lot like like checking out your Instagram that that you guys have worked together, toured together. It seems like there's a good connection there. Is that is that a band that kind of helped you uh, along the way, or maybe some? Is that family there? Yeah, I'm I mean, curious, I would say maybe, I would uh, say it's family, not know. like blood family, but you know, like you know, like uh, just those guys are so close to us. I mean, in, when I was in those days of like just starting out, like I told you, I mean, I, they, like they were a huge, um, you know, inspiration to our band and in letting us know like, wow, it's possible for like us, you know, like, like your peers, like guys that are just like you to be able to get up and play music and like touch people. And like how, how I, I sat back at that house party watching them play. And I looked around at like what was happening with all these people that were watching and how like into it they were. And that really motivated me to, to, to like want to make music that like did that to people, you know, and, um, their songs are amazing. And, and, um, you know, the songwriting is, is, is crazy, you know? So like, and I got to see them back in the day when like Eric got his front man time and actually Matt was in the band as well. So like that was way back, you know? So mm -hmm. that was cool. And then, 
as I started trying to figure out like, okay, how does this like band stuff work? How do these shows work? Like, how does this stage presence, you know, like I'm always like trying to learn things. So I would go to their shows and Marley noticed me coming to their shows. And then like back in the times of MySpace, I would like hit up Marley and be like, hey, I'm coming to the show. And he'd always come out and talk to me. Marley's like, he's been one of my boys forever. Um, he just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Marley. Um, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he just always kept me motivated, you know, answered any questions that I had. And then when they were in town, we'd always just kind of like host them and, you know, we'd, we'd like kind of pre-party, um, you know, before shows. And, and when they were in town, we kind of just try to like, you know, show them that they had a place here in San Diego. And then Marley ended up moving to down here to, or down here to San Diego from um, Santa Barbara, which is really cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, they've, they, they've been a huge part of our band and kind of like a huge inspiration to us as like mentors and helping us. I mean, even Dean, um, their manager working with Grant, our manager and like, you know, sharing knowledge and just like, really like they've paved the way for all the bands in this genre on this side of, you know, the, the Cali roots genre. And I mean, they're amazing people. So with that being said, you know, and our relationship being tight, Marley actually hit me up. I was like in the middle of a vocal lesson or something and he hit me and he's like, Hey, are you, uh, what's your plans for this summer? And I was like, um, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably playing shows with the band. Like he's like, well, we're looking for a guitar player to bring on tour for us that can like sing backup vocals. And so they actually hired me to come on and do, um, two summer tours, uh, with them. So, uh, I did the falling into place tour with them. And I also did the count, um, count me in tour, which was like one of the coolest experiences for me. Cause it was another one of those full circle moments, you know, when I'm like up on stage playing with them at red rocks and it's like, dude, I remember being in the backyard watching these guys like, oh, I think I could do this one day, you know? So like just that whole cycle and like the whole like circle is, is, is amazing. Um, and that was one of the best experiences that I've had, like learning experiences, um, really seeing how a major band operates and on that level and just like trying to soak up as much as possible. Um, and the guys in, in, in through the roots being cool with, with me doing that, um, was just really beneficial to us and helped us grow. So like on that tour, um, the first one that we did in 2014 or I did with them, um, that's when I had worked on bear with me and I, Eric and I, uh, actually wrote that rhythm in 2013 cause we did a, a give thanks tour with them. Um, and wrote that beat on like the last day of tour. And then it sat for like two, two years. And then we ended up working <laughs> on it on the end of that, um, count me in tour. So then it sat again and then we kind of like developed it more, but just being around those guys, um, and being around Eric, you know, really showed me like what it takes to, you know, be better and, and, you know, be on the top of your game. Cause you know, those guys are so, um, amazing, amazing people amazing musicians definitely taught us a lot uh eric's like just phenomenal in so many different ways so um i think i learned a lot of like just you know i don't know how like just all kinds of things you know pertaining to music and just as a person so um so yeah that those guys are you know family for sure that'd be an amazing opportunity i mean yeah if you're gonna learn and get to you know, be amongst the band to show true success within this genre. I mean, it's, it's really, you can't look past revolution. I mean, they've done it. They deserve it. It's amazing music. Um, and I, again, I, I heard first bear with me. It was the first thing that I heard as well. And I was just like, damn, there's, there's new blood along the lines of revolution. So it did feel like family. Like you felt like it was coming from, you know, a similar place, obviously having 
Eric on the introductory track, but you guys have developed so much in the sound and I'm looking forward to hearing what's coming up. I know you said, you know, you got a lot of surprises uh, coming our way and it's uh, the evolution, the departure, the arrival. It's all really good stuff, man. I think it's, uh, yeah. Sorry, I thought JB, uh, yeah. Sorry, JB. It's, uh, it's yeah. exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to find the words for what it is too, really, because it's just like, it's just such a, it's a new wave for us, you know? And it's, I think it's a really, um, interesting time to be doing what we're doing and like witnessing this and actually going through it. Cause like not a lot of people, you know, or well, a lot of people later in life, you know, probably won't go through this. So it's, it's history, you know? And, um, and with, with that, like we're, we're just trying to expand and work with as many amazing artists as possible, you know, and like give back to, um, give back to uh, the music that got us started. You know, I mean, Jamaican reggae, in, like I said, is, it's influenced us since the beginning. It's like what turned my head as a kid. And I was just like, wow, I don't know what, what these guys are saying, but I know how this is making me feel, you know, and I love this, you know? So like at, at a young age um, and then being now, I just wanted to like give, find a way to give back. So we've been collaborating. We got like, you know, we got to work with Luton Faya, which is a huge, you know, he's a legend from Jamaica and, doing huge things and like, you know, always making top level music and his lyrics are some of the best and um, working with him was an amazing experience. And we're working with some other Jamaican artists on this, you know, album as well. So from like Jamaican artists to like Jamaican producer, um, we got an artist, a physical, you know, like a um, actual like drawing and painting artist, uh, Tosh Francis, who's helping us out with the artwork. And that guy's just like, his artwork is crazy. So um the fact that he wanted to team up with us and like heard the songs and felt like you know he needed to be a part of this was really really cool as well so like everything's coming together and it's like there's i haven't really had to fight too much with with all of it it's kind of just like come together really nicely and at the right time and uh, you know the features lining up at the right time and everything working out so keep my fingers crossed with these last couple songs that we're wrapping up but like yeah it's it's been a great experience and it's an exciting interesting time for for our band surreal maybe i think that's what i was trying to say it yeah. just didn't come quick enough so i apologize for the momentary pause it is but yeah no no <laughs> thanks for uh, taking the time to think of that word because it, it is you it's know it's awesome man it's a great story i love the music and i love that we have the chance to you know not go vh1 behind the music but hear about it man and like know what's happening and what motivates you guys to keep on bringing new sounds and i love seeing the last video i just felt like it was a good throwback summer music video i was just like they're just it was unapologetic. Like, this is a good time. You had some Arizona, Arizona represent there with Catastro, which always is just a little extra exciting. But it just seems like yeah. the bar just keeps on going up and up and up. And it's uh, awesome to hear that the motivation is just pouring in to give you, you know, just more of this energy that's just inevitably going to come back to all of us through the music and, and the great content coming our way. Yeah, man. I mean, we look up to our fans too, you know, like, like they've helped us along the way with, you know, we were doing these like taco Tuesdays and fans were donating and like that money that we raised, you know, is going straight into making this album. And that album is like going straight back to them, you know? So it's like a full circle thing. And we just, you know, can't thank our fans enough for helping us through these times when they're going through it too, you know? So it's like, we're trying to pay them back with music and, and, um, get this thing done for them. So yeah, it's definitely uh, it's a special time, special stuff going on, for sure. And I'm blessed to be a part of it and be in it right now. You know, 
Well, I can tell you uh, from my perspective, Evan, uh, just a, much appreciation because, you know, we're all going through right now. We all need good music. That's, you know, that's something that'll just, you know, always benefit mankind and help people in different ways is good music. And it sounds like you've got a lot of good music coming for the people. So that's something to be excited about. And, and um, you know, I think we all share the same sentiment that it's just, oh, it's just awesome, man. I can't wait, especially now learning a little bit more about uh, this project. So um, I, I just, I appreciate what you're doing, man. I, I respect, uh, you know, the way you go about your business. And I'm definitely uh, very glad that you took some time to connect with us today. And um, just, oh man, I'm just looking forward to the future now, man. That's one more thing to be <laughs> stoked about. So I appreciate that, definitely. Well, th thank you guys, man, for sharing that excitement. And, and thank you guys for, you know, doing your, your research and your homework and making me feel like, you know, you guys do know us and know me. And, um, and, and thank you for, you know, bringing us closer to our fans by putting this together, you know, because that's, that's, you know, really who counts here. And, um, I, it's just it, it's it's really cool to be able to share our experiences and like kind of what motivates us and keeps us going um and and how like you know how all this works you know because people are interested in that and i think that's that's interesting to people so yeah thank you guys yeah, man. man absolutely anything we can do uh to help promote this album uh let us know we got the reggae 360 platform we got this podcast hopefully we'll get you back on here in the future maybe uh you know after the release uh but but for right now man we're just i appreciate your time thanks for joining us and man just good good luck brett anything to add before uh before we wrap up no you said it all just thank you man we uh yeah we definitely appreciate what you brought to this table for this genre for the community recognizing that this is a community is such a huge part of it when that comes back from the artists i think it just it all it all makes for one wonderful thing and uh i appreciate that you that it means something to you as well, you know, and making sure that you do get the fans' voices and everybody just coming together because it makes everything better. So family is growing, yes. and uh, yes. I'm looking forward to the future. And, yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you guys, man. Make sure all, all the fans, all the new fans, you know, who uh, might want to check out our music, check us out at, at Through the Roots. You can check us out on Facebook, yes. you know, Instagram, um, but pretty much at Through the Roots for everything, throughtheroots.com, through the roots merch.com and uh yeah i appreciate all the fans you know being uh, backing us and standing behind us you know through these crazy times so thank you guys man awesome. look forward to uh look out for that guys and the show's turn back on yes dude look out for that no big merch coming too man that's on the way <laughs> oh yeah i'll have to revive that one <laughs> i love it all right have a man peace all right. thank you all right take care guys yes, sir. thank you it's a world cry it's a world cry I'm feeling at peace right now Can we find peace somehow? Feeling at peace right now Feeling at ease right now Seem lost at times So much confusion in our days But it's the simple things in life We can appreciate
Welcome back to For the Vibes. That right there was Evan from Through the Roots. And uh, I always love having conversations where we get to get the perspective and get a little bit of the story that's behind these artists. I mean, getting to hear about, you know, their history, they're coming up, going from, you know, the house parties to being on stage as a member of Revolution, essentially, you know, on the touring side of things. And then learning and being inspired enough to take those wings and fly with them. And uh, sorry for the flight pun because, you know, the albums, the arrival, the departure that's coming up. Uh, my One of my absolute favorite songs by them, Catch a Flight, has always been that song that just makes me feel good. It's my coming home song. Like I, I put that when I get on a plane, I'm getting ready to come home. Catch a Flight is what goes on. So, yeah, man, most importantly, he was cool as hell, down to earth and inspired and is inspiring and that's what we need in this community is passionate people. And passionate people make wonderful things happen. And uh, JB, I got to say, man, you you had a lot of wonderful questions for him. And I, I just enjoyed kind of being a part of it. And I think that, uh, yeah, man, what do you think? How did you feel about it? Well, Brett, I thought you did a fantastic job at uh, capturing the essence of that conversation, man. I think um, I, I love that conversation stoked, man. I left it very excited for some new Through the Roots music. I thought, you know, the fact that uh, they're working with a producer in Jamaica, somebody who's had his hand in all of the new up-and-coming reggae artists out there, like that's big, the fact that they're working with Ineffable, um, you know, the fact that so far the two singles that we dropped, we saw features from Capleton, Pepper, Catastro, you know, the fact that they came out with a fire music video and they did it responsibly too, socially distanced yeah. and all that safe COVID compliance in full effect. And if you watch that video, you would never know. So no, I'm really kind of wondering like how, how in some scenarios, like we should break that down. We should maybe have a round two with the BTS of that video production and, and like, you know, the person really wasn't there. They were laying on the green. <laughs> Listen, I'll watch that video, um, research, many, multiple times. Research. Uh, yes. Until we get to the bottom of it. Uh, but all in all, man, you know, at the very end of that conversation, number one, you're right. Evan is down to earth, humble, passionate about this music thing, driven, motivated, but, more than anything, Through the Roots is coming with a new album, and I have high hopes for this thing. And it might be a dark horse uh, in, in the uh, Reggae 360 Album of the Year competition, so we'll see what happens. Oof. But I'm pumped. Evan Evan actually had a tear in his eye during that conversation. I got a little emotional there, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's all right. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah. No. You you uh, you're, you're finally connecting with your emotions, and that's basically why I started this podcast. So, oh, wow. Does that yeah. mean it's over, or do we just stop? Or uh, we could stop. We could keep going. Or we'll, you know, one or the other. Pick one. What do you think? Uh, I'd like to keep going. Okay. Yeah, I've still got some energy. All right. Let's do it. Fine. All right. You say let's, so. Uh, let's review some songs. What do you think? <laughs> I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Hey, let's do it. All right, so up first, we've got the song Energy from <laughs> I Am I. Okay. And The Grouch. Yes. And? And? Eli? Eli. 
Eli. There you go, Evan. You go. You're doing great, bud. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Teamwork makes the dream work. from you see we are all connected beyond our comprehension and everything's affected now how will we affect them depending on which way i step the frequencies cause and effect directed divided by earth because earth is the mother i kept since i was alone in the womb i floated in chakras of red including the darkness of space i followed the heartbeat for pace until i was ready to make my debut in this life i lace my up for this one's the last i got to make up for my karmic mistakes i got to clean up on my past frequencies follow my path wrap around me like a blanket of math multiplied in many minutes of mass sitting at the lake confessing the crash of my market but i made an amend building back up what i lost in the fire as it coming up they blow in the wind burning rubber mashing off on these tires I got to- chakras that was the word i was looking for earlier when we were talking about a blockage man chakras um brett i know you have some things to say about this song so much to hear. to say about this one dude so much Let's i go. fucking love it dude i gotta tell you man like as of a few months, I've really been trying to focus on the spiritual side of things and trying to have a different perspective on things. And something that was with me way before these past two months was Grouch and Eli. They're they're a great duo. They stand out great individually, living legends, that whole crew. Um, Zionai makes me think of Zionai. And, and the conversation I recently just had with him on spirituality, um, just posted that up on YouTube. So check it out. Um, but really cool to hear because the perspective is, you know, um, everything's frequencies and there's cause and effect. And there was, um, I think there's a line, oh, I wrote it down somewhere uh, about like his, his karmatic circumstances. And it's just like, there's so much to take and listen to and re-listen to and re-listen to. And I can picture this song in my near future on repeat for a good 20 to 30 times to really break down these lyrics and hear them because Eli is fast as shit. I mean, the guy can rap. I mean, I, I would love to hear, you know, we're talking about James Tropodelic just being a good, like, fast rapper. Eli is one of the absolute fastest out there, and he's really articulate. And so anytime he comes to the table, he's got a great message. Same with Grouch. They're always supporting good vibes, good conscious hip-hop, good things to be and do and think and exist with. And, um, you know, I don't know a lot of I, Am I Um you know, it looks like he's from Hawaii. Definitely more I wanted to check out. But this week, again, coming through with absolutely amazing songs all over the board. And this is one that, you know, JB, when we talked about it, I was excited that we're going to put it in because it just feels good. This track makes me happy, if you can't tell. Love the talk, love the energy, love the vibrations, and I appreciate the message. And uh, we need more just like this. We need to listen to more things just like this so we can try to be a little more like this. Amen. I'm done. Amen, dude. I'll, I'll amen to that. I'd say, you know, this is definitely a song 
along with the Capleton track we played earlier, where if your vibes are low or your vibration is low, this will raise your frequency because this is the type of song you can meditate to and just really listen to the words. And yeah. probably every time you listen to the song, you can take something away from it, you know, that you didn't catch the, the time before. And I'm not terribly familiar with the work of IMI. And I think Evan probably is not either. But I, I think the three of us, after hearing that track, are probably going to go and, and see what else uh, this person has, has put out. Now, Grouch and Eli, I'm very familiar with. I've been listening to for over 15 years. Um, Eli is, like you said, an insanely talented rapper. He can uh, rap so fast, and he's so um, you know detailed and, and, and deep and just like hard-hitting with what he says. And his story is one of redemption. Uh, as somebody that, you know, myself is always constantly trying to evolve from past mistakes. And I think, Brett, you even called this line out. He talked about karmic mistakes. I mean, Eli is somebody mm-hmm. kind of like Kyle Smith, you know, somebody that has a story about them uh, and, and is focused on redemption and positivity where Grouch is, to me, just like just a wise, wise, wise human being who – yeah, he's in the rap game and, and uh, you know, was in Living Legends, but is also somebody that's very locked in with, like, um, the conscious lifestyle, you know, meditation, uh, creative shit. I mean, you know, whatever it is, man. Like, the Grouch is very progressive in the types of stuff that he's into and does according to some of the music uh, that he has. And he's got bars and, and yeah. legendary, legendary uh, you know, West Coast legend right there. And, and um, some of the music he's done with Zion I has, uh, has, has been fantastic. And it's funny, when I heard this song, I almost thought of like, this could be an indubious song. I'm listening to the lyrics yeah. and I'm like, man, this could be an indubious track. Yeah. And, and, you know, indubious uh, and Zion I have linked up before. And, and Zion I obviously – uh, has connected and built with Eli and Grouch and that whole scene. So man, we are all connected, man. And um, yeah, I, I like the song. One thing I took from the song too is like, you get to choose what energy you want to be around. All right. Yeah. In 2020 and 2021, you get to choose what energy you want to expose yourself to. And if you don't like it, you don't have to expose yourself to it. Keep it moving. Easy. Love this track. You're right. This thing's going on repeat. Yeah. 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 I love it. Evan. JB. Tell me something I don't know about this song and the way that it makes you feel. Um, That song made me feel good. Good. Ah, yes, yeah. dude. Yes, no, we did it. I mean, you... You said a lot, but you said it right. I mean, that's a high vibrational song. That's a conscious song. That's a song that has several talented artists behind it. Dude, are so. you going to listen to this song tomorrow when you get up and you throw your cowboy boots on and you put your Armani suit on and you take that hairspray and just spritz it all over your mullet and run your fingers through it and hop in your car, put on your freaking Ray-Ban aviators and just cruise down to the next appointment? Are you going to blast this song or what? That sounds like exactly the time to blast this song, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, now that you say it. All right. Nice. Cool, man. Well, what else we got? <laughs> Up next, we've got the song <laughs> Zoso by the Green Lion Crew and Green Rose Lion Summers. Crew. 
Big respect to the Green Line crew. Obviously, the music speaks for itself. I mean, this is uh, that pure Jamaican music, that reggae music, just to get you feeling right. I love everything about this track. I I think Green Lion Crew, from a production standpoint, is killing it. I mean, they've been making music since 1999. I, I see Green Lion Crew all around Boston and New England representing you know, I see that name on some legendary music, and Rose Summers is an up and comer in the game. Um, this track is just smooth, man. And you know, this one fun fact about this track is it actually uh, was played on Sirius XM the Joint last weekend, along with Egyptian and Kali Buzz Daya Junior Reed's new track. Bag Alert, which is a little too hip-hop for this podcast, but we like it. I shouldn't say a little too hip-hop, a little too (laughs) (laughs) hardcore pop smoke hip-hop for this podcast. Uh, But yeah, Green Lion Crew and Rose Summers, Zoso, um, banger, man. Evan, when this song played, I saw you go into a trance, dude. You turned into a completely different person. And I like this person. So... So all, all I'm gonna say about that, uh, Brett. Um, what do you think, man? I dug it, man. I love the international love, international sounds. You know that that real rootsy kind of vibe with it, and uh, yeah, I mean, on top of what you said, I just I enjoyed it. I like songs that can make me just feel happy, get a smile on my face, and listen. Uh, I think the words are true. Message is good, and uh, checked all the boxes. Also, ineffable music put this one out, man. They are just killing the they're game ridiculous. right now. Yeah, man, ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're ridiculous in a good way. They're putting things out there, and, uh, you know, it's something to aspire to. And we, another thing, like when we were talking uh, with Evan from Through the Roots, it's like if you're going to be next to a band, be next to Revolution, because those guys clearly have found a way to be very successful in this genre. And ineffable is, you know, finding a way to make this a business for for a lot of bands, and they're doing some really great things, and they're they're helping put a lot of great music out there. So, definitely big props to them. Um, 
I don't know where exactly, you know, we would be today without some of what they've been backing and helping put out there. So they're doing respect. so much for the culture. You know, we're going to yeah, we're going to look back and like <laughs> like this is the historic time for ineffable what they're doing in the music industry for this reggae rock genre. So grateful for the work that they do to get this amazing music out. And uh Zoso is no exception. Um fire track. Evan, I know we got a few more fire tracks, man. I wanna I don't know if you want you wanna keep this thing moving, dude, or what? Absolutely. Okay. Let's jump in here. What do you got for us? Up next, we've got a song from the Gorilla, or Giant, Panda, Gorilla, Dub, Squad. Yes. Okay. Okay. We've got the song, Stop Fighting. Memorial Dub by Agent J. Let's hear it. I love Giant Panda, Gorilla, Dub Squad. It just gets me vibing right. Brad, what about you? I love just saying the name, Giant Panda, Gorilla, Dub Squad. Giant Panda, Gorilla, Dub Squad. It's like it's it's one of those big tongue twisters, and I used to always mess it up on the air. So I'm glad I, I didn't do that today. But I yeah, man, they, it, they, they do some good dub, and they give us a good vibe. And I like that they can just get into this dubby bubble real quick, you know? Like that song didn't take long to get you into that kind of nice, relaxing trance. And uh, they have, you know, if they're going to put dub in the name, damn it, Molly. Molly Jane joining the radio show. Uh, she agrees. She likes Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. She uh, but had, if you're going to put dub in your name. I was going to say your dog had the best take of this entire podcast out of all of us. Anyways, proceed. Yeah, and the roof is on fire. <laughs> if you're going to have Dub in the name, God, I really think I've overplayed this point now, but you're going to be good at it. That's all I was trying to say. Damn, Molly Jane really drew that out for me. But yeah, just they, they really do a good job with it. And I think they're one of the bands, I know they're one of the bands that I always look forward to hearing new content from and uh, definitely keeping my eye on them because I enjoyed listening to them. Yeah, and actually, you know, this song in particular has some deep meaning. So um, uh, it, it was the memorial dub version. And it, it, the song actually, uh, so it featured 
Agent J of the Slackers. And uh, it's a remix, basically, and it's a, it's a dedication to somebody that was lost. It, it said, I just checked on Facebook, uh, this song is about how the land, how in a land of plenty, we lost one of the good ones on a hot summer day in late August 2001. And if you look at the, um, you know, the graphics, you can see a tombstone uh, dedication to Brendan Robert Boyd. So this song has some deep meaning, and I know that they shout out, uh, you know, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and and you know, they talk about how mental health right now is just critical. Uh, this is a deep song, man. I really want to dig in and find the the full story. I'm sure there's more to it, but and actually, you know what? As I say that, I should call out that. Um, Brute Fire actually did a live stream um, with Giant Panda and Agent J to discuss, I'm assuming, this song amongst probably many other things. Um, so hit up Brute Fire, go to their site. You can probably find it, find that conversation if this song speaks to you. But there's a deeper meaning, and you've got to respect that. And, um, yeah, man, I, I, I like I said, I, this song – this. Giant Panda always supposed to be in a good mood. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I can't talk. But there it is. And uh, yeah, man. Fire track. Ev? GB? What do you think? Fire track. I mean, seeing this band live is just an awesome event. I don't know if you guys have ever been to a Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad show, but it's an absolute vibe. Everyone's having a good time. It's a huge party out there. There's always, you know, cool lights, a lot of energy on stage. And you know I love dub. I mean, Green Lion Crew songs also that had some dubby vibes to it, but this is just full-on dub, and I just love, like, big down-tempo bass with a little bit of funk to it. That's always my vibe. Um, and I think we've got another band. Wait, wait, at- wait. Whoa. I, I would I would be uh, not doing my job if I didn't say this. Giant Panda, some of the best merch in the game. Go to their website. Google them. Go to their merch store. If you like pandas and you like shirts, well, you're welcome. All right? Go check it out. Evan, proceed. <laughs> On behalf of the people, thank you, JB. I, I don't mind granting you a special request. Um, Appreciate that, man. Yeah. I feel like we're really just getting along on this episode and i like that man that makes me happy well, i like you jb oh dude i like you too man you know sometimes most of the time yeah up next we've got the song special requests by death by dub with elliot martin it's a lot of dub on this podcast boy <laughs>
special request to the mountain. Bert, I've got a special request. My request is that you tell me what you think of this song. <laughs> special request by popular demand. I mean, you know, uh, I love the song, but no buts. I love this song. I think it's a great song. It gives me a good, nice, relaxing vibe. And I, I didn't mean to talk right over that, just like I feel bad that I talked right over some of the important things about that Giant Panda song that we just played. Um, but, you know, what's important is that we do have this popular demand to to keep on supporting and building and creating in this community. And that's what I took from the song, man. I started thinking about the damn community again because that's where I'm at. Because I just, I feel like we're all getting ready to to get back out there. And it doesn't mean that, like, I'm talking about this hyperdonculous energy where everyone's going to go psycho. I just mean this pins up love that, like, you just can't. You can probably display over the internet, take that however you want it. But just being in person with people. And that's my special request. Like, I just want to be back at a show. I want to vibe. I want to get that energy. And it's going to come back by popular demand because we can't go on as a society without ever being at a show again, man. It's just not going to work. It's not going to work. So that that's what I thought of. I'm sorry. Like, I thought more of other things in the song. But that's sometimes what music does. It inspires you down a down a path. And that's where my path was. That's where my, my, my mind's special request was to think about what's coming up because what, what is popular demand? And that's this love. Look at all the love we found. Let's feel it. Let's be it. I like mm -hmm. that, man. I like that. You know, it's funny, dude. So uh, between Root Fire and Ineffable, man, we're, we, this, this genre is in good hands because Root Fire did a first listen, Death by Dub, special request featuring Elliot Martin of John Brown's body. And, uh, you know, this is uh, a little earlier in the month. They came out, you know, did a really nice write-up on this song. Definitely check it out. Go to rootfire.net. That's where you're going to find it. But Death by Dub, it's dub music with purpose. Uh, and, you know, it's just uh, dub music, man. It, 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 it personifies an energy that reggae head energy and if you like dub you know death by dub uh you know dubstep rub-a-dub dub tub i mean dude you know you just you can't get enough dub and uh the song does it man this song hits a nail on the head i love it uh yeah great track check that right up out at rootfire.net plus seeing john brown's body getting back in the game members of john brown's body getting back in the game is something special uh in and of itself um yeah yeah i like it evan what do you think i think that it was another good vibe dub song um this one having a little more lyricism to it calling for people to come together, calling for a lot of stuff. I mean, I went through and read some of the verses, and there's there's a lot there, but it's a lot of good vibes. Oh, boy. Um, but we've got, we've got some more tracks here, too. Up next, we've got the song Daylight from Soul Tribe. Bye, 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 bye,
JB, I think this is the first song we've ever reviewed on this podcast that had kind of like a a dubstep vibe to it, you know, with a little little wubbiness there. I, I, we don't see that too often in Soul Tribe bringing it to us, bring us a little daylight, another song that's meant to, you, to give you a positive vibe there, but then they drop in and give you a little bit of that dirty wubbing that you don't hear quite as much of nowadays. Did, did either of you guys go through a dubstep phase growing up? No. Uh, I mean, define a phase. I I like. Was it on in your life regularly at any no, point? No, no. Well, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I liked techno music at one point. I mean, I but I still do. I didn't go through like a phase where I would like. I don't know. Like a phase means that like you kind of buy all into the culture. Like you're like maybe you get subwoofers get in your car. Yeah, like you go to. A dubstep concert, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I could take it that far, but like I listened to it and I appreciated it. But um, I want to hear more about your dubstep phase. I just had like one summer that I listened to probably too much dubstep. Okay. Uh, were you, were you doing okay. anything else uh, during that one summer that might have contributed to your love for electronic music? You're delving a little too deeply into my personal life, and I'm just going to pass this off and ask, uh, what do you guys think about the song? <sighs> okay. All right, Brett, you want to field that question? Wubby, it was very wubby. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I liked it. Um, I watched the video and I felt like it was kind of like this dark start to a song. Like you know, it, it picks up for sure. But um, yeah, I guess I, I didn't know what to expect, and I liked it again, being that it's different and more different influences. I guess I didn't go directly to dubstep, but. I didn't know what it was, and I didn't have a dubstep face, so there's my pure innocence on the matter. Um, but it was just like in the video, the kind of vampirish, and then the whole daylight thing is, you know, cliche vampire daylight. Got it. Um, but it kind of like helped with that dark mood and feel. So seeing the video as opposed to hearing it first, it already kind of painted the picture for me. So I was reliving that and thinking, again, just really cool i like the song you know the band seems to have a great attitude and um i like them so want to help support them and i felt uh it was also really great to see all the people that did contribute on the poll uh on facebook this was the number one song so shout out to everybody for helping support and get that up there and out that's always cool um yeah man just different diversity in and amongst this genre means growth and I just fucking love the growth. If I haven't said that before, I'll say it again. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree with you. And Soul Tribe, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to digging more into their catalog. Definitely, this song was very positive. 
you know, literally the, the, the name of it is daylight. It's just a, a, a right. beam of positive energy. Um, and it was added actually, uh, to our list of songs that our fans could vote on. It got 68 votes top, um, out of the top 10. And, and again, we're using this poll to gauge what the people think now, you know, we still kind of take the time to, to cultivate a list of what we think is a top 10 songs because we want to be tastemakers and curators, um, and, and make sure people that listen to this podcast are getting the best of the best from our opinion. And that's just, it's all subjective. It's based on literally our own, you know, what we like. And, and, um, you know, there, there were definitely some tracks that, that, uh, uh, made that top 10 list that are just absolutely amazing. And their fans are interacting. I think, you know, we could, we could, uh, shout them out, but, um, you know, we want people to participate, man. Go ahead and, and next week we'll put another one up and keep, you know, getting your voice out there and letting us know what you guys are loving. And, and, uh, we're just going to keep it moving like that. So, um, Evan, what, uh, what's next, dude? Up next, we've got the song War Machine from Free Mace. Yes. Okay. Okay. Can afford a nuclear war. What's stopping you from knocking down my door? Walking down the street with your M16. All you do is feel. All you do is feel this war machine. All you do is feel. All you do is feel this war machine. All you do is feel. Dude, we are gonna have a freaking dub overload on this episode, dude. I'm dubbed up. Okay, I'm dubbed up and dubbed out. I feel like I'm being dubbed in English subtitles right now. Okay. Um, Freemace War Machine. I thought that there. First of all, Freemace hit me up on Instagram and said, "Hey, check out our EP." And I listened to it. I liked it. I liked their vibe. I liked the song War Machine. It makes me think of that's maybe some sort of like Marvel superhero uh, or villain War Machine. It's not really what the song is about. It's just what I thought. Um, but then I listened to it and I got heavy dub vibes. I got a real cool flow. I liked it. Um, I liked the energy. I liked the message. Um, you know, I, I like everything about what I heard. I think Free Mace uh, has, has a real, uh, you know, interesting sound and i think the future is bright for these guys i want to see them continue to make music and do their thing and um yeah man this is my introduction to, to freemace and i dug it what'd you guys think i liked it too mellow you know jacksonville florida representing yes i like hearing these sounds coming out of florida there's so much coming out which which makes sense but uh i think until this podcast i had not been exposed to nearly as much of the Floridian music. I wonder like what the scene is. I, I don't probably call it right. I mean, this is Arizona. I don't know what it is down in, in Fort, Fort, Florida. The Florida. Flor I don't know. Anyways, sorry guys. Terrible. Edit that out maybe. Who knows? Um, but <laughs> yeah, nice. no, it was good. It was a good vibe. 
Good vibe. And uh, again, growing Florida music scene and painting a picture where I just can see this kind of peaceful protest um, movie playing in my head when I'm listening to the song, you know, sticking the flower right in the barrel of the gun kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, man. I like that. I'll tell you what, um, Brett, you like it. I like it. Evan, I'm assuming you like it. Evan, do you like it? I like it. Okay. So um, on Facebook, Right now, I'm on Free Mace Music uh, and their page on Facebook. 889 people like this. You take the three of us, that's 90... No, <laughs> what? That's 892. And if you're listening to this right now, you might want to make that 893 if you like what you heard. So check out Free Mace because um, they're doing the damn thing. JB, they're a Florida band. Guess what two cities in the world listen to Free Mace more than any other? Or uh, Brett. Hudson, New Hampshire. Uh, Rattleboro, West Virginia. It's hmm. Buffalo and okay. Frankfurt. Frankfurt. In Germany. I think you just like saying Frankfurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you know, hey, man, to each their own, and, and uh, I, I dig it, man. I like that. Big up Frankfurt. And uh, speaking of big upping things, uh, let's give a special shout-out right now to Acoustic Rhythm Theory and the song Divide and Conquer Game. So this song uh, was added uh, by Travis Kerfoot to our poll, and it got the second most votes. It got 29 votes. Man, that's sick engagement. <laughs> and... Uh, I know Travis Kerfoot is very active on the scene um, from all accounts and just the man. And, you know, this song, like, it it was real timely, real relevant, some hard-hitting lyrics, obviously quarantine-influenced, you know. And I think that uh, that that's just, you know, an act to keep an eye on, man. Acoustic Rhythm Theory is doing their damn thing. They're, They're very... Uh, new in the game. I, I see that they're growing. And um, just wanted to give them a shout-out, man. You know we had to make some tough decisions here, and that's on my shoulders, JB, uh, with Reggae 360 picking um, only the top 10 songs. So I wanted to give a special shout-out because we do take that fan engagement and fan feedback real serious. But, um, you know, we also got to get that list down <laughs> To 10 and we might have went over we had a couple jb bonus picks of the week but um want to go ahead and give a special shout out to acoustic rhythm theory check them out and i i imagine they're gonna be on that top 10 list in the near future boys here you go positive thought of the week time Woo. Oh. what do you guys think give me something evan brett what what you guys got or i'll go mm. if you want me to go Whatever. Yeah, man, you go. Yeah, you got it ready. Let's let's hear what you're cooking. Oh, that's tough, dude. I was I was <laughs> bluffing, dude. I got I got nothing. Let me let me let me just think. Let me just take a second and reflect where my life is at right now, man. I, I'm in a transitional state. I'm in a big time transitional state, and lately, I've been doing a lot of things for me. You know, I've been doing a lot of. Uh, um. In investing in myself. I've been real honest with myself. I think this quarantine has forced us all to <clears throat> look at ourselves in the mirror and be real honest about who we are as a person, what our habits are, what we're putting our energy into. And um, 
you know, I've been going through some ups and downs lately, but I've been focused on more recently doing positive things for myself. Um, you know, whether that's hitting the gym or, you know, getting a massage or, or reading something or investing in an experience, something that's going to create a memory. I've been trying to keep my, <clears throat> my vibrations, my, my happiness level, um, you know, hi, I've been trying new things. That's been a fun experience, man. And, you know, just, just trying different things like camping. I never grew up going camping. I, you know, I went and, you know, got everything that I needed and I got out there and I just went camping. Now I'm freaking, I'm a camp guy, you know, I try new things. And, and uh, I think that's so important in life when you face uh, difficult things or uncertainty or stress, whether it's career related or just life related, you got to keep your vibrations high. You have to keep doing those little things for yourself. You know, you got to eat right. You know, make sure you're drinking your smoothie in the morning. You got to stretch. You got to drink lots of water, you know, and these are all things I don't do consistently, but I strive to do them every day. I'm always striving to put together the perfect day where I do everything right. And that's tough. And sometimes I get off the bandwagon, but you know, I get right back on. So I guess I'm rambling, but my point is, when you're going through shit, when things are rough, when it's tough, when you're tense, when you're stressed out, keep doing those little things that are good for you. Keep taking care of yourself. Keep, you know, be that coach inside your head and and, and coach yourself up. Uh, encourage yourself. And just keep doing those. Keep doing those things. Keep trying new things and have some faith that the universe will deliver when the time is right. Okay, that's what I've been just trying to tell myself. And that's where I'm at. So um, that's my that's not really a positive thought. That's just uh, you know the ramblings of a, a, a crazy man. Um, but hopefully it made sense. I mean, yeah, that was that was spot on. I mean, shavings make a pile, and you know, consistency is key. But as long as you start slowly <laughs> doing better and little things, and that's how you can start to build the habit. And if you're just at a minimum conscious of what you should be doing, well, that's a step. You know, that's a step in the right direction. If you're thinking, mm-hmm. hey, I need to do X, Y, Z, and you start doing that stuff, maybe you start doing it a little more often. And, man, once you're doing stuff like that regularly, the habit's built in. Yeah. And then eventually good stuff just starts to happen. Yeah. You know, like it takes so long sometimes for a positive change to be seen, even after you build positive habits. But eventually it happens, and you feel good, and it reinforces those those new habits that you've made. And now you're locked and loaded. Now, by that time... Maybe you've got some new bad habits you've built up, and maybe you've got new stuff to work on, and there's always a nice cycle of growth going on. But like, if you just try to enjoy the process and the journey of doing better, being better, feeling better, like you'll you will do better, feel better, and be better, and you'll get in that moment, and it's just kind of like I don't know. I think just build enough off what you got, man. That's my positive thought. You got me going over here now. I'm thinking, Evan, have you ever thought about being a like a personal trainer at Planet Fitness? Um, do you want me to be your personal trainer at Planet Fitness? Not, not mine. I think other people. There's other people that need you uh, more than me. Um, you know, in, in in that sense. But no, dude, I think you'd be a fantastic, uh, you know, positive influence at Planet Fitness or wherever you want to take your talents. Because I thought that was a great positive thought of the week. Anyway, <laughs> well said, dude. That was good. That was good. And you got me pumped up. And you know what? Yeah, dude, I do want you to be my personal trainer. All right, tomorrow we're gonna hit shoulders back, buys, tries, chest, core. We're going to do some neck exercises. 
skull strength, elasticity, plyometrics, okay, pliability. I'm not super familiar with the metrics. We're going to do an ergonomic assessment. Dude, we're going to go all out, so be ready, man. All right. Yo, that, that's some in-depth stuff that you guys are going to be doing. Uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you, so I understand the struggle this week has been uh, challenging, very challenging for me personally, because I too have been in a constant cocoon of change. And the one thing I keep thinking about, and I actually, you know, I try to be very spontaneous with the, the positive thought of the week, but the advice that I've been giving myself is that I got to be present right now because more than any other time in my life, I realized that this probably isn't going to happen again. And it's kind of weird and shitty in so many ways, but it's like, you know, dropping the kids off or picking them up from school or just being home and being available to go do something or being able to work on the music initiatives or following like the hope and just kind of having an existence for more than what the job is, you know, and that's not been my role or responsibility for the past 20 years. All I've done is grind. Like that's what I know how to do. And so I've been trying my hardest to be present right now and at least try to acknowledge that right now I am able to do, you know, a few things like talked about going on a trip to get some content and, you know, just, just doing some things. And it's like trying to remember to be present during these times makes it that much sweeter. And, you know, there's times where we have loved ones and friends and people that are sick and challenges and, it's easy to forget sometimes what those situations are because it's, it's not even being present. It's just not looking at what's right in front of you or taking all of it in. And so no matter what your situation is, it's, we all go through different things and paint a different picture, but I encourage you to be present or at least take a little bit of retrospect to step out and realize um, that we are here and we're a part of this limited time affair right now. And that in itself is a, blessing no matter what ups and downs come with it we are here here to be present and we got to be present because um you know no, nothing's guaranteed and so just trying to remember that we we got to take what we have and, and be grateful for it i like that I like it a lot well said lots of positive energy to wrap this podcast up man that's that's the way to do it right there. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're listening, take all that energy, bundle it up, put it in a little ball, put it in your back pocket, walk around with it. It might be uncomfortable when you sit down, but that's okay because you take that out when you need it. It's there for you now. Okay, you're welcome. We love you. Thank you for listening. And uh, come back next week for an even bigger, badder episode. And um, I wish you the best. Much love. Peace. Peace. Peace.